This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And in this episode, I'm discussing managing your feelings through crisis and offering a meditation. I hope all of you are healthy and well listening. And if you're sick right now, I hope you are recovering and taking very good care of yourselves. We're recording this late in the day. I usually record in the morning. Chris is going to work hard to try to edit this and get this out as soon as possible. This has been one of the hardest episodes for me to find my voice. And I hope that I can help give some advice and some meaning to what's going on and help you understand your feelings, even when those feelings are all over the place, and that you leave this episode with a strategy of how to hold yourself through crisis. This is an unprecedented pandemic. This is an unprecedented lockdown. Before I really get into this episode, I want to say that I'm trying to figure out how to serve you. I'm trying to figure out what the need is as I take care of myself and my own little family here in Denver. What's at the forefront for me is that 15 years ago, I was 25, and Hurricane Katrina hit when I was living in New Orleans, and I had about $300 to my name. I'm going to talk more about that on this month's live stream, and I invite all of you, if you aren't already, to come to the Patreon. This month, we are going to make the monthly live stream free, available to the public at every tier. So come to the Patreon, join at the community level, and we're going to put that video out for you. I'm going to talk more about my personal experience, about what I learned through that, and what no one told me. And in that venue, you'll be able to ask me some direct questions, and I'll do my best to answer and serve you. Because as I was going through it, I was terrified. I felt lost. I felt like a boat without a rudder or a guiding system. And as a theme in my life, I've had to take care of myself. And at times that has felt horrible. I've resisted it. But having super dysfunctional parents primed me to be my own caretaker. Going through Hurricane Katrina showed me at a very young age 
that the powers that be, the people that are supposed to take care of us often don't know what they're doing. And that sometimes we resist that truth because we very much want to be taken care of. I think one of the problems in our country is how we define adult, that we define adult by age numerically instead of by emotional maturity. And in emotional maturity, what adulting is to me, what a truer definition of the word is, is when we realize no one's really coming to save us. And that sounds like a scary thing for me to name in a time like this. But there's often a lot of truth to that. And as I sat down many times since last week to try to figure out how to broach this massive topic, I just kept getting overwhelmed and overwhelmed and overwhelmed and not knowing which direction to go in. And so I pulled out one of my favorite books. It's The Language of Letting Go Journal. If you've been in my boundaries course, I reference it a lot. I will again when I teach boundaries this October. And interestingly enough, as we're putting the boundaries course together for 2020, what we're all dealing with is massive boundaries, boundaries like we've never had before between each other. I went and saw Damien, my body worker, last week for my last appointment. And he said how a friend of his went to shake his hand and he pulled back. And that friend was very upset with him. He said, oh, man, we're friends. Really? You're not going to shake my hand? He said, no, man. Come on. We're not supposed to be doing that, right? He said, yeah, but we're friends. Having boundaries takes strength. Sometimes having boundaries means going against the crowd. Sometimes saying no when we want to say yes is the most loving thing that we can do for ourselves and for other people. It's quite the challenge for a sensitive person to see someone that they care about and not hug them, not shake their hand. I wouldn't have been able to not touch someone or hug them years ago without understanding my own emotional ties to boundaries, my own people-pleasing issues, my own struggles to be able to stand up for myself in full personal responsibility and do what my gut, what my intuition says is right for me in any moment. That has been a growing into process for me, and all of us find ourselves in that challenge right now. I'm going to read from you from Melanie Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and it's today's reading. This is what I found when I sat down and finally admitted to myself, I just don't know where to start. And a little voice in me said, pick up your favorite book. And this is what I found today. Dated March 17th in Melody Beatty's Language of Letting Go. Empowering. How easy it is to fall into the trap of doubting ourselves and others. When someone tells us about a problem, what is our reaction? Do we believe we need to solve it? Do we believe that person's future rests on our advice? That's not what recovery is made of. When someone is struggling through a feeling... What is our reaction? That the person will never survive that experience? That it's not okay for someone to feel? When a person is assuming responsibility for his or her life, what is our response? That the person can't do that? We must do it ourselves to save him or her from failing? What is our reaction when we encounter a problem, a feeling, or the prospect of assuming responsibility for ourselves? Do we believe in ourselves and others? Do we give power to people and their abilities? Or do we give the power to the problem, the feeling, or the irresponsibility? 
We can learn to check ourselves out. We can learn to think before we respond. I'm sorry you're having that problem. I know you can figure out a solution. Sounds like you've got some feelings going on. I know you'll work through them. Each of us is responsible for ourselves. That does not mean we don't care. It means we learn to love and support people, including ourselves, in ways that work. It means that we connect with friends who love and support us in ways that work. To believe in people, in their ability to think, feel, solve problems, and take care of themselves, is a great gift we can give and receive. Today, I will strive to give and receive support that is pure and empowering. I will work at believing in myself and others and our mutual abilities to deal with feelings, solve problems, and take responsibility for ourselves. My heart goes out to all of you who are hourly workers who have lost your jobs around the country, maybe the world. To those of you who don't know what's coming next, who maybe aren't old enough to have built up enough security to feel secure financially, work-wise in this time, I had no idea how I would get through Hurricane Katrina. And I wish someone would have told me, it doesn't matter that you don't know how you're going to do this. You're going to get through. You're a survivor. You're a hard worker. All things shift. And just because you can't see the solution doesn't mean you're not going to create it. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be scary and you're not going to know what the hell you're doing a lot of the time and that's super okay. It's okay to be scared, but it's even more okay to believe in who you really are and to allow yourself to have every feeling that needs to come up. I spent a lot of energy and I had to, I couldn't have skipped over this part. But I spent a lot of energy being angry at my parents, being angry at New Orleans, being angry at hurricanes, being angry at all of the systems through my dad's court case that failed me, that I fell through the cracks of. It taught me many, many lessons, one of which is to never throw my energy down black holes again. That I have to be very careful to allow myself to feel my anger, to feel my rage, to release it, to move through, to feel my fear, to release it and to move through and not get stuck. As sensitive people and survivors in the world, our energy is our most precious commodity, quickly followed up by time. I encourage all of you out there, if you are stuck at home and you're scared about money, there is a version of this where you are enjoying your home time. You do not have to self-sabotage by being worried until you get sick or being scared. Fear is not equal to how much you care. So there is a way to honor that your finances might be struggling and continue to enjoy your life, continue to be good to yourself, encouraging your own internal cheerleader. And when you're tired, allow yourself to rest. When your inner child needs to pitch a fit and says, it's not fair, I can't do any more, you say to yourself and you hold yourself, that's okay, I've got you, we can rest now. And if you are healthcare workers and you cannot rest and you are pushing it and pushing it and pushing it for all of us, 
Thank you for what you're giving. Thank you for what you're risking. Stay as safe as possible. Do what you can do and let go of the rest. It is all we can do in times of crisis. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science Podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. Those of you, I want to give this real tangible suggestion and then I'm going to go on to a meditation that I've created for you. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a financial planner. I am not a financial person. I do not think I'm very wise when it comes to financial things. But I needed someone to say this to me 15 years ago. And so I'm going to say it right now. Supplies over bills. If you're making that struggle, consider giving yourself permission to use your money for food and what you need and allow the rest to shake out. It is your responsibility to take care of yourself. No matter what institutions are around us, what organizations, we may be able to get some help. But it's better that we count on ourselves and allow those other things to be bonus than to put all our eggs in that basket that we have very little control over. And in crisis, we must ask ourselves to ground and to breathe over and over and over again. Today, I will strive to give and receive support that is pure and empowering. I will work at believing in myself and others and our mutual abilities to deal with feelings, solve problems, and take responsibility for ourselves. I ask you to join me in closing your eyes and finding your breath. Notice the shape of your body and invite your body to be calm from the inside out, to be held by the floor or the chair, this earth that has continued to turn and will. Eyes close softly, lift tall through the crown of the head, long lengthened spine reaching towards the sky. Feel the sit bones rooting down into the chair toward the earth, just like roots reach downward. Feel rooted like a tree.
find a rhythm inhaling and exhaling. Inhaling and exhaling. Allow the breath to be full but easy. Breathe into the hips, deep down into the belly. Let go of any tension that's in the eyes. Soften the jaw. Soften the neck. On your next inhalation, start to consider the word capable. Allow the word capable to form as letters in front of your mind's eye. Maybe your letters in the word capable are long and thin or thick and squatty. Maybe the word sits still in the mind's eye in front of your face. Maybe it floats or sways or twirls or dances. What color is your capability? Is it yellow like the sun? Is it red like a fire? Is it blue-green like the ocean? See your color. See the word capable. Let the shoulders drop down away from the ears. Let go of any tension in the jaw. Soften behind the eyes. Inhale capability. Seeing and feeling the word and the color. Enter the body on the in-breath. Feel how that feels. Feel. 
on your next exhale, exhale stress and anxiety. Inhaling, feeling the internalized capability of your strength. Exhale, stress and anxiety from mind, from body. Inhaling, seeing the color brighten your body, the color of your capability. Inhaling cool, clean, fresh air as capability builds in your body. You are capable from the tips of your tiny toes all the way to your head. Your shoulders are capable, your elbows are capable, your arms are capable, your fingers are capable. I allow myself to feel the capability of my strength. I am capable, I am strong, I am resilient. I exhale and release stress and anxiety on every exhale throughout my day. My capability is inside of me. It stays with me. It never leaves. Inhaling into that full feeling of capability. Releasing any lingering stress or anxiety that the breath can pick up and exhale and alleviate from the body, from the mind. You are a vessel of capability. You release stress and anxiety on every breath. We move through all of life one breath at a time. I give myself permission to feel and believe in my capability. I am now and have always been capable to take care of myself and to trust my intuitive guidance.
I love the ways that I am capable, even when I'm scared. Now, more than ever, I can believe while I'm alone that I am unalone. Sharing this experience with people across the world. Take three more full breaths feeling the strength of your capability letting go of any anxiety or stress with each exhale Sit in stillness as long as you'd like. And when you're ready, wiggle the fingers, wiggle the toes, and softly blink the eyes open to come back to the room, back to your day, with a newfound sense of how strong and capable you are to weather any crisis at all. I just want to reiterate as I close out this show, tomorrow's live stream, Wednesday, March 18th, will be free and available for all levels of the Patreon. So all you've got to do to see it is come visit the Patreon page and check it out. Everything that I try to do for you, I try to do as easily and simply as possible. And Patreon's simple. All you got to do is show up there and it's easy to figure out. You can find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. And I know it's been a source of support Y'all have told me and shared with me. Thank you so much. Those of you that are there, that when something before this pandemic has happened and you've had a heartbreak or a breakup or a loss or a very difficult holiday that some of you go to the Patreon and just listen to some of those live streams and some of those episodes there just to help you immerse and know that you're not alone. And I am happy, honored, and proud to be able to use my Katrina experience as a source of strength for myself and hopefully that I can offer you that we will all get through. And remember, I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together, the whole wide world We are where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love and take care of yourselves and each other. Bye-bye.